What's up, Packers fans? Welcome back to Beer and Ball. I'm Aaron Nagler, joined by Bill Schmidt from 97.3 The Game. Bill, how you doing, man? Are, are you recovered now from the embarrassment was the second half of that game in London town? That's a good way to put it. Uh, welcome back. Uh, I, most importantly, glad you made it back uh, because there was there were a couple of those Saturday pictures that I was... Uh, <laughs> I was just wondering if you're going to take up residency. That picture at the bridge, I could just tell there mm-hmm. had to have been at least a little bit of a thought crept oh, in. Man. Oh, but, uh, man. man. Oh, the Chelsea match time. was insane, dude. And, hey, shout out to the gentleman who literally walking up to my seats at the shed. Oh, my God. Cheesehead TV. Last oh, let's place go. I ever expected. I got recognized. This is true. On Monday morning on the tube. Some German dude came up to me. Are you Aaron Nagler? Like, what is going on in this world? <laughs> I shout out to everybody who said hello in London. It was surreal. And Dude, it was those are your incredible. people, man. You, you Truly. Brought, you brought Packers football uh, across the pond uh, a long time ago with the access of it, dude. And, nuts. Uh, Just and nuts, man. It's so cool that we finally were able to see the demand for it overseas. Oh, the, yeah, month. the fervent demand. Mm-hmm. I mean, the passion, the way that those folks showed out. For the Packers, it's just so depressing that the Packers couldn't return the favor. Yeah, no doubt about it. Let, let's start with uh, just your 30,000-foot view of the game, because I haven't spoken to you at all uh, yeah. since, since the proceedings. Uh, how did you come away from that game? And uh, is it, Was it as bad as it felt in the moment? How, are, given distance now, we're, we're recording on Wednesday morning. Do, do you feel better about it, given that there were a number of you know p- promising moments, but... How are, how are your thought? What are your thoughts and feelings kind of sitting here a couple of days removed? Uh, I guess a couple of days removed. I have leaned a little off to the other side on the last final drive. Uh, I, I could have seen on that fourth down where, you know, the right. screenshot police want to say, how are I dare you? Screenshot police. That's here. well stated. Well done. Right. I mean, I like come it. on guys, but mm-hmm. I, I do understand it. And, and there's a, a big part of me that's frustrated that neither AJ Dillon or Aaron Jones got the ball at that moment. Yeah. Um, But Nags in the moment, it just felt like the Minnesota game in 2020 at Lambeau where oh, possessions, yeah. dude, possessions just became so valuable. So precious. And, and to, th- and to th- literally throw one of them away. Throw one of them out. away. And that first, that first play of the series, you could tell it was a three and out, even yep. though. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's so man. funny you say that. I was sitting yeah. there in the press box going, he chucks it deep up the right sideline. And I know there's, you know, the, the question of Romeo Dobbs getting picked or what are getting hit. Um, all of that fine, but you're still trying a pretty low percentage play there on first down to kind of, I guess, jumpstart your offense or whatever. Yeah. The moment that fell incomplete, I was like that feeling of dread. Oh no, here we go. Three it's out. well. And the thing is, it's such a, it would, it would have been the biggest momentum stealer again. Cause the giants had gotten themselves into the ball game. Like yes, watching it again, Dude, Brian Dayball can coach. And, that can and coach. Yes, that was one can. thing that I came away from it watching again was he got his dudes out of the locker room ready to punch somebody in the mouth. Yep. As you know, dumb and, and metaphorical not, as that sounds. And not like. getting down when things didn't go their way. They're down 17 yes. 3 and they're still playing hard. They're still bringing the wood 100%. And, and even when adversity hit him in the drive, I mean, that's the most impressive thing. Like the Packers go back to back drives where they end up giving up touchdowns. Where, or at least points, where they start a drive with a sack. One Daniel Jones fumbles inside of his own 10, mm-hmm. and you get a call back with a defensive holding. Man, that is the moment for an offense where you say, All right, whoo, 
New Leash Please on Life. Like, let's know, go. 100%. All right. Who's got the cat in the house that we're getting all these extra well, lives? And what's frustrating is, like, that's a blueprint for the Packers as far as totally. I understand you have Aaron Rodgers, right? I get that he is a four-time MVP. He can still sling it around the yard with the best of them. I have no question. You know, physically, talent-wise, yes. But, man, look at how those drives are kind of put together for Daniel Jones in that game. That Hello? When you have, like, just a shallow cross to the running back. Uh, the Packers have two pretty talented running backs. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah, fact that they just, the, mm-hmm. there's so much to me, there's so much kind of thinking of Jimmy's and Joe's rather than X's and O's from the Packers. But I think they're thinking of the wrong Jimmy's and Joe's. Sure. Like their best players are in their backfield that they like seem to somewhat insist on running things through Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb, which look, I'm not denying that those guys can be productive, but they're at their best when they are complementary pieces, more so than featured. And and I think Aaron all but mentioned it yesterday when he was talking to Pat, when he said, you know, 13 targets, I still don't know is in the game plan for Randall. You think? I mean, I, right. listen, dude, I love right. Randall Cobb as much as the next Packer fan because he's provided me a lot of unbridled joy yep. as a Packers fan. At this moment in time, he's not a 13-target-a-game guy. He shouldn't be the focal point of your offense in any universe. He won't be going forward. That being said, Nags, on that drive, there's two balls there that are seen wide open. I mean, the second one to Lazard is a play that, I mean, we've watched Aaron make 65 70% of the time. Of a deep ball, one-on-one. Easy under throw, come back mm-hmm. to the ball, come make back the to the ball, or at least get a flag. And Lazar, and Lazar gets close, and he you does. Know? I mean, it, it's very close, and he does. And the second down play, I think, is is all on on Aaron. I mean, that ball's yeah. got to be in the chest, and, and he mentions is. that. He mentions yep, that. He in mentions game presser, right? So the tough thing was, as we want to nitpick, you know, the, the calls and what they ended up doing. They did not execute at the most inopportune times, and they right. ended up getting beat because of it. And well, then as that's tough the as thing, it, right? Yeah, and as tough as it sounds, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be good for them because a lot of teams get this wake up call yeah. in November and December. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like how you're playing right now, still doesn't matter. Just collect W's. They didn't collect one in London. Yeah, I will say this though. What is I'm not going to say concerning, but what is frustrating for me, because both Matt and Aaron, I thought, did a very good job of um, kind of going through their process, right? Of what what they were thinking in that moment. And, you know, Aaron post game said, I like the calls. Matt on Monday, I thought, did a great job of walking us through, you know, here's our thinking on it, blah, 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 blah. And I know he was dismissive of the time that the defense was on the sideline saying like, well, it's the same amount of time. Well, no, it's not if you pick up a first down. Yeah. And your best chance to pick up a first down is to try to pick up the first down rather than take big chunks of yardage Mm -hmm. in one play. Now. Look, I, I understand what they're saying process-wise. I understand everything. They like the calls and the, you know, coulda, woulda, shouldas, that's how close they were, etc. But it is the antithesis of complementary football. When your defense has been out there for eight minutes, drive time, not real time, eight minutes of drive time, gave up a touchdown, it is now a tie game. Play some complementary football, not to mention... Totally. Your best guys on offense are in the backfield. Run the ball. Just run the ball. I just, this is, I get it again. I understand the process. I understand the thinking. 
But complimentary football just went out the window in the second half for the Green Bay Packers. And it, to me, that is, again, not, not concerning, but it's the most frustrating thing. Mm-hmm. And it, it's what killed them, and it's what's killed them in multiple different instances when these types of games have happened. So, like, And that's the thing. When are you going to learn from yeah. these mistakes? That's And that's the concerning thing for me now. Right? It was like last week I was looking at the different recipes for how the Packers lose. And and under Matt, there have been these long road trips that right. an underwhelming opponent is maybe the better way to put it. Yeah. I do think the Giants are a little bit better than we. They're much better than most people sure. gave them credit for coming mm-hmm. into the season. No Especially question. just on the line of scrimmage. They're and better hell, than everybody gave them credit for. All that said, they were like a mass unit out there at the end. I mean, and they still executed. in 30 minutes, right? Like you put up 20 points in 30 minutes, not playing your style of football. And then... In the offseason, we we just bantered about and hit it back and forth. Can they really be defensive? Can they really be an offensive-minded football mm-hmm. team without Devontae Adams? Right. Nags, they got to be a complementary football team. Well, right? more like, so than ever. More right? so than ever. 2019, that's what they were, and they won 13 games because of it. Where yeah. Was their defense all world in 2019? It was good. It was good at times. It was opportunistic, but opportunistic it wasn't top ten. Yeah, not, right. Yeah. Like it was. It was upper. Well, then they hover like they were thirteenth. So like there were, yeah, you know, they were upper half. There. Yep, they were there. They were better than this defense. I'll tell you that. And and that's where you need to figure out is why I thought Schneidman put it so perfectly after the game. Mm-hmm. I, I I watch a team that's got more talent on defense than I've seen, not be able to get as much out of it on defense. Out of teams that I've seen. So that's the I don't know if that's coaching and I don't know if that's scheme, but I know right now it's it's execution and it's gotta go on your high priced talent that they have on that side. Well, yes and no. I mean, I think what's frustrating is to your point, like there's so much talent there and we can see it. Mm-hmm. But I do think at some point you have to if your tendencies on defense and what you quote like to do, right, are so consistent and you have very little kind of wavering from all right for the most part we're going to play a too high shell some you know quarters coverage we're going to rush for the majority of the time and i think you know there were a few more pressures you know at these fast past past few weeks but man when you're the book is out on you and everyone knows the book i mean my god the deep crosser at this point the over route (laughs) They haven't defended one yet. No. Can we no. reroute someone at the line of scrimmage for the love of Croy? Can we do something to dictate on the defensive side of the ball? But teams know they're not going to do that. And most of those are there whenever they want. I mean, whenever they want. It's so to me, that's where it's like, yeah, do the guys have like, I think Devondre Campbell needs to play a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I think Razul Douglas is playing out of position. All of that may be like true, but at least help your dude so that the opponent doesn't know exactly what to expect down in and down out. And that's where I got to figure, I I have to know where the thought process is on so much of the too high. Is it because everybody does it and you want the system? It's the Fangio style. Well, great. But you don't got Vic Fangio. I do remember Vic Fangio blitzing on occasion when, when he was, coordinating the bears and matt mentioned this on monday the the fact that okay yes no there haven't been a lot of exotics but traditionally you get to your exotics on a third and long you mm-hmm. know and the packers up until this game had been quite good on third and long yeah but man they are getting killed by crossers they, deep overs and crossers are killing them 
each and every week. And at some point, you would suspect a change or some kind of adjustment we made there. But so far, I've seen precious little of that. Yeah, and, and for one of the better third down defenses in football, third down was what killed them yeah, there in London. I mean, that third – that third get off the field. team, you got to oh, get off man. the field. And, and you allow field. Ricky James to get off his couch and, and run <laughs> 14 yards and pick up a first. It's like there's oh, so many man. opportunities they had to get off the field. And one play goes their way in that second half against the yeah. Avalanche, and it slows it down. They just didn't get one. It's – Nags, it's – it's like I said, it's a good lesson to learn because this team's going to have to learn how to win football games, I think, in a bunch of different ways. Because they're not going to be able to go 2020 score shirt tour and just no. blow teams out. No, that's not, not this team. Be, and they're not going to be 2015 Denver Broncos as much as people want them to be. Right. Where they just shut teams down and give up 200 yards of offense. Yep. No, no, no. That, not not as currently constructed <clears throat> slash as they're playing. There's there's just no way. Well, I want to get your take on that because on I just mentioned about Razul Douglas playing out of position. And yeah. I think there's a weird combination happening here where – Douglas is clearly, I would say, clearly not suited for the slot. Now, I think I don't expect them to change anytime soon. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to go with what they've been basically, you know, practicing since April as Probably far as putting, week, yeah. put, and putting him in there. And But the, the other kind of component here is that Stokes has not played particularly well either. So it's hard when you're like, okay, Jair came to ball in London, man. Mm -hmm. Holy cow. It was so great to get him back out there. He was playing physical. He was flying around, but both of those guys need to play better. And I suspect the the clear answer here is all right, well, you got to bump Jair inside, but then do you take Walker off a lot more than you probably want to, or plan to because of the fact that you've got to get Razul on the perimeter. That's, I mean, to me, that's the clear way forward, but I don't know if they do that. Yeah, he's got to have the sideline uh, to his advantage. Uh, yes. He's he's. I think he's just shown that a couple of different times. And I'm glad you mentioned the Stokes piece because he has not played particularly well. Nope. I mean, at, at nope. really any juncture, you've seen him trailing on most of those deep overs. And again, yep. not knowing the coverage, I, I don't know where he's supposed to hand it off to. But at some point, if, he, if no one's there to hand it off to, you, he's you're gotta not take, he's got to stick with him. But here's stick. the thing, right? Every one of those. I want to say I can't remember a single time where I've seen him try to kind of disrupt at the line of scrimmage, like say any yeah. kind of, which I got to think is the call, right? I have to think that's the scheme. Yep, I, just, I agree. Oh, and that's what's baffling. That's what's so frustrating because with his length and, you and know, I understand speed, the can, idea he's got speed, cover. so maybe he can make up for it. But man, if you're giving the dude a free release and then trying to trail him 52 yards across the field, like good luck. But I think with the speed makes to the point, I, I think that's why you you do press. You have the chance to because you know, back. yes, you yes. know you can get back if Correct. you need to. So yep. there's there's a lot they have to figure out with where they want to play, guys. Um, in terms of the Quay Walker off the field deal, I right. don't like that very much. I, I don't either, but I think that's part right of the now problem. It's what part of their kind do. of yeah, right? Because they feel like they have to play in in a shell to have both of those guys be able to run up and take care of things in front of them. Right. Where I think both of them could man up on a tight end if they have to. I mean, yes. no, Scotty Miller and you know Danny Amendola and his day at those guys. Nope. No, you don't want that. Nope. I don't want him lining up on Nicole nope. Hardman. Nope. But there's uh despite what one of the callers on Packers OT said, where he believed that Quay Walker wasn't half the player that Chris Barnes was, um, 
Oh, wow. Oh, man. I love post-game calls. That's amazing. You might want to check that one back. That's incredible. Hey, but I will tell you, though, all you got to do is think of Chris Walker. uh, Oh, no, I'm sorry. Chris Barnes back in uh, that game against Kansas City last year. If, like, if you only look at that game, I'm down. I get it. I feel you. And then he said, uh, well, then you're not watching the games then. And I was like, well, I appreciate it. That's correct. I am not. Yes, wa- I, I simply. Not watching. I tell you what. What I do is I go apple picking with my girlfriend, and then uh, when the game is over, I come here and co-host Packers OT on the Packers flagship radio station, yes. ninety-seven point three. The game. That's how I am employed. So hey, that's good. That's good that you pointed that out. By the way, you got any ways to get away, get out of that apple picking? I'm supposed to go do that on Saturday, and I am freaking dreading it. I can only reiterate. What Big Cat said on Twitter, I believe it was this past Saturday, when someone asked him almost that exact question, which was, get a new girlfriend. That's it. That's your only answer. Oh, damn. I've been you able love to her, you'll off. go apple picking, yeah. my friend. Well, see, I, <laughs> I've done it twice where she's, this is the fourth year I'm dodging it. Two years, I just went to the local uh, right. Patterson's Apple Orchard. I just got a bag of apples on my way home from work. <laughs> Buy the bag. I picked them for us. There you go. There you uh, go because there's too many good college and, and pro games on this weekend. But, right, just... man, there's a lot that on the defensive side, I want to know if they are saving. I want to know if they are waiting to is tap in. Is that a thing, though? I mean, is that a thing? I can't. I don't. I don't know, right? Like I don't you can never know. get a you can never get a straight answer. And I I've even tried like answer. I've yeah. even tried like off the record at the combine, like few beers in. Like okay, be honest. Like are there things that you save for later in the year and you don't show? I can never get a straight answer from these dudes. I just never know because if Matt is Matt insisted a couple of years ago mm-hmm. when Petten was relieved, and correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, right, right, right. where he wanted them to be more gang tackling. Yes. He always uses the rally to the ball. You are about to make the exact point I wanted to make right? at some point. And I want to I want to be physical at the line mm-hmm. of scrimmage. I want to press. And then, and then where Joe is that? does that. Where is that? Wingland starts to do it when Bailey Zappi comes in. And then at halftime, you apparently go I up to him and abandon say, it. Yeah. We, want, we want to be a too high team. So I just... There's there's blame that goes all around, yeah. and people think I'm being, uh, you know, company guy when I say, "Hey, let's let's hold off on all the Joe Barry slander right here." Well, that's until the thing. we figure out how where much the direction is coming from. How much is Matt dictating? Because this yes. is his guy. This is his yes. ire. You know, when and it's his football team, so he can. Yes, do that so he, he can wants. do that, and that's fine. Yep. It's not like yep. when Petten was in town, it was like he's forgotten more about defensive football than we've all ever going to know, and blah blah blah. And he very much let Mike kind of go left to his own devices. Yeah, with you know hiring Joe, that's his boy. Well, hasn't looked so good so far. But how much of that is Joe, and how much of that is an extension of Matt? I'm yeah. right there with you, man. I'm right there with you, and that's and- you know at some point. And, oh, I, I don't want to get out of this without kind of following up on what you just talked about regarding the gang tackling and the all hats flying to the ball. Mm-hmm. All hats to the ball. That was that there's was the a play points, yeah. in that game. I think it's towards the end of the first half where Randall Cobb comes really close to getting to the end zone. And I think he's tackled at the one, but he's tackled by I'm not exaggerating like six giants. And I saw it live because it happened right in front of like the press area on our side. And I was just like, like it was a tsunami of Giants players all of a sudden descending on Randall Cobb at the one yard line. And then I went back and watched the coaches tape and I'm just like, holy, I mean, that's it. That is exactly it. it. I haven't seen that once from the Packers this year, like not one time. 
They did like a little everybody bit of everybody going to the ball. Yes. Yep. At, at like in spurts. At times. Yeah. But at man, times. you never see it materialize this season. And I, to, to me, again, how much is that being stressed every week? Is, like, is that Matt? Is that Joe? What's where is that? I mean, because I know, as you just said, that's what Matt kept bringing up that last year of Petten's tenure. That like, was his that thing. was missing. Yeah. That was his thing. And and during the hiring process, that was his thing. That's what he wanted. That's what he was looking for. And Barry, again, at times last year, you saw it. Yep. Now you yep. saw it when they were rolling. And, yep. and that's exactly. where, you know, sometimes was, a lot of times defenses is, do that where they yep. start feeling good about themselves. Yep, they they do. They do. Way. And they start flying around oh, and they're yeah, stopped, and they, like, they stop talk, thinking yeah. as much and they start reacting mm-hmm. more. And then, yeah. What's funny is it was that was that stretch in the middle of the season. It was during that Kansas City game, the Seattle game, et cetera. Yeah. Definitely. Where, yeah, they were playing with their hair on fire. And then you got into the latter part of the year, like, the you know, facing backup quarterbacks or what have you, and they just kind of just lost stopped. that. And they just stopped doing it. And they have not found it again this season so far. There's no doubt about it. But, hey, we're talking coaching. We're talking offense, defense, what have you. How about Rich Bisaccia? How about this gentleman here? I mean, my goodness. It's yeah. clear that right now, sitting here, year of our Lord, 2022, mid-October, the Packers special teams are the best coached unit in Green Bay. And who would have ever thunk that? Yeah, it's, it's remarkable. And, and and I got a lot of heat for for pointing this part of it out, Nags, and, and right. maybe you'll you'll yell at me too. <laughs> as yeah. much as we love and we're excited about the special teams, right? They had the chance to flip the game. And this is this is the one part of being, mm-hmm. you know, a, a decent special teams. And halfway great. decent is right. like where we want. That's manna from heaven in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Come on now. Uh huh. <laughs> Keyshawn Nixon at the numbers. Dog. Yeah, yeah. Just, let's just fall on that. Rock. But how many times have we fall seen on that, that rock? Oh. Come on, man. How many times have we seen that throughout history? Of oh, the all the time. You know what I mean? All like, it the just, time. Yep. To me, I don't chalk that up. Like that's just one of those. It just happens, man. No, like, it's it's a total luck him. part. It's a luck part of the game. Yeah, I can't. And kill it's him for one it. that once you flip, once the team or once that unit flips from being Let's just be average to right, right, right. Go make a play. As upsetting as it is to watch the freaking Chicago Bears special teams every single week, (sighs) right? Like that's a play that somehow the Bears make every single every single time. No doubt about it. I will say though, how about the execution on the field goal at the end of the half? Big time. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Run them on there, no problem. Get the kickoff right as zero. Those three points. I mean, that's outstanding. I mean, the only like you talk about the Nixon play, and then you've got the Amari Rogers fumble. But, you know, I can't put that on Basaccia. Nope. Although I will say, clearly they took Rodgers off kick return uh-huh. at the start of the game with Watson. Yeah. I do. I mean, does that fumble put Amari Rodgers on the sideline for good? Because how do you keep running him out there? I he's mean, got to be on the list, dude. He's, it's he's it's he's a year right. and a half in now, right? Yeah, I mean, we, under last year, the muffs, the fumbles, whatever, it was like, okay, he's a rookie, et cetera. Man, we're going into week six here of his yeah. second season. We're still getting this happening and, in a big and, moment, too. And maybe that's why he's just returning for us right now. Man, Again, may, maybe we got to maybe we got to figure master one job or give you a bunch more. Yeah, Matt did say that like a week ago, and yeah. I mean, third round picks continue to disappoint in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yeah, that's not a good <laughs> round, huh? It's just not it. It's just no. Brian's just not feeling it. He just needs to trade all those third round picks away. <laughs> just, just send him to move on. Just wherever, yep. man, yep. up or down, I don't care. I mean, I'm hell, they down. they light it up on day three. So just get, yeah. just like a few more, can, get a few more offensive really linemen. We're good to go. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. All right. Well, 
Uh, Bill, I can't thank you enough for hanging out each and every week here on Beer and Ball. Really, Dude, really appreciate best. it, man. This is I awesome. Had a, uh, I had a player come up to me at practice yesterday and say, uh, hey, coach, when's the next episode of Beer and Ball coming out? And then I realized, No, you didn't. Get out of town. Straight up. One of the nice. junior players comes up to me and goes, yeah, I saw it on my on my Spotify. And then I realized that maybe I should be drinking coffee instead of beer on here. But that's only because it's early in the morning. Well, see, it's early in the morning. But, sir, may I enough. just tell you, I just got back from London. And, man, I like legit, this is true. Yesterday morning when I woke up, I went to get breakfast at 9.15 or so. I walked in, and there were dudes with, like, three empties on the table already. That's awesome. Having their fourth pint. Yeah, not just one table, like many tables. I'm like, these are my people. These are my people. That's so, why I was worried. I didn't know if we were going to get you back. I didn't know. I didn't know if you were going to start looking at spots over there. Uh, it's tempting. I'll tell you. But I will say, though, it, it's just eh, no, like it's a land for hobbits, man. I'm. It's just, you know, there's things I love about it, but I, I, I like living in New York way too much. I bet you do. So I got I got one question out of it. Do yes, you sir. think that they could do it? I mean, Goodell's going to try to put a team over there. Oh, 100%. You, you were just over there. Do you think they could do it? Yeah, 1,000%. Yeah. 1,000%. I'll tell you go. what. It'd be amazing to see that fan base grow. Because I remember I legit moved to Carolina right when the Panthers were born, basically. You know? And oh, wow. to watch yeah. that fan base kind of evolve and kind of the take Run coaches out of town. I mean, <laughs> faster than – hey. So what happens when your second year you go to the NFC Championship game and then lose to the Packers? But I mean, you go to NFC Championship games in your second season, that's gonna like it's gonna fire up a fan base. So you get that kind of heat. I love uh, it. I, I, I think they're it. going LA model and by get I mean, two teams over there. Is. They're gonna they're gonna put two over there. They're gonna put two over there in the next expansion. That'd be amazing. Oh, you know, before we go, I did want to ask you about the Devontae Adams thing from the other night because oh, I was watching. Yeah, sure. I was in Definitely. London watching. And I didn't, I fell asleep during the, cause I was like three in the morning or whatever, but I woke up to the video and all of the righteous indignation about okay. blah, blah, blah. And it's like, look, I'm not excusing what he did, but there's a reason there's a cool down period, right? Afterwards, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to talk to the press for X amount of time. You're not, you're not allowed, allowed to, to grab on, your phone, not allowed to go, go on, on social Twitter. media. Like that's, there's a reason. And again, I'm not excusing it, but man, People making the comparison, like, oh, if this happened at any other job, all right, just stop right there. Just stop right there. Like, it's not any other job. There's a reason those cool-down periods exist. These guys are going a billion miles an hour, more physical than you've ever dreamt, and now he's just lost a game, and in this briefest of moments, there's a dude right in his path. Get the fuck out of my way. I'm with you, Devontae. I feel you, buddy. There's a dude that walks right in front of you, who is there because you are there, right? Like, and and as mm. as selfish and snotty as that sounds, like it's that's true, not what though. it's supposed to be. It's that's true. why it is. Negs, you you've been here. You grew up watching this game. Right. I I idolize this sport. I love yep. and adore the NFL. Yep. And right. like being on the game field is a freaking. It's right. a privilege. It is a privilege. It privilege. is not a privilege. Right. You walk down privilege. there and you have to know where you are at. Like I'm not, yep. and again, I'm not excusing Devonte shoving the guy. You don't do that. And he's probably I'm Nags. I would. I said it yesterday. I bet he probably gets suspended. I 100 percent agree. I don't I, think he should be suspended. Yeah, but he's but I going think Corey and I were having this discussion in the cab back uh, on the yeah. way to Heathrow yesterday. I don't think he should be suspended at all. I think he should be fined. 
fine. I yeah. think he 100 percent gets suspended though, mm-hmm. because if you're the NFL, gotta you got to make an example out yep. of him. Got to make you got to make sure dudes know you cannot do this. So, I think one game, Devontae's, bunch of money. Yep. Um, 100. I think Devontae's going to have to be a sacrificial lamb here. Unfortunately, yes. I'm more just surprised that it took like 18 hours for the police report story to come on out. I know. I thought that. <laughs> Next, I thought the guy was gonna have tape around him. Got <laughs> he was gonna get carded. I saw off. there was some meme. Somebody was like me, uh, doing my live interview after Devonte Adams shoves me, and it's like a dude in a hospital room, like all <laughs> IV'd up and everything, a mask and like a, a defibrillator. I'm just like, this is a ma- like exactly right on SpongeBob where the guy is completely yep. wrapped up and he's got yep. eight machines on 100%. him. After Devonte Adams shoves me, yeah, mm-hmm. no, that was uh, that was the part of it for me that I was just. I mean, I was, yeah, I was I with was you. It, it took that long right for there. it to come yeah. out. Like, come I'm gonna on, file dude. a police report. My <laughs> neck really hurts. Oh my god, you... my neck really hurts. Good I bet it does. Lord. Get I out of the fucking way, yeah. dude. That's all. Get out of the way. Say. But Devonte, come on. We we love. You. I know. Well, we love you too much to be doing. Love Devonte. Uh, love Devonte, but that's a bad look. It's a bad I, look. I, no I actually, doubt. I, I really enjoyed him spiking the helmet. I mean, man, is he frustrated? He's so frustrated. But you know what, Devonte. This is what you wanted, buddy. It's what you wanted. Although, because Corey said it perfectly. He's like, you know, he was probably really frustrated when he slams the helmet, pushes the guy, whatever. He got on that private flight back home. He was in his own bed later that night, counting his money. He was fine. He was oh, yeah. Good. Like, because yeah, so many home. Packers fans are like, oh, he misses Green Bay. He doesn't no, miss he doesn't. Green Bay. No, it's not, not the case. For a second. No, no. I good. just, I'm just wondering uh, when he starts asking Derek, hey, man eight targets you kidding yeah. like mm-hmm. come on right. dog. although how come on that fourth and one bomb touchdown oh. that was beautiful that he was he is uh, you, i love you it can't I tell love me it. i just have flashbacks to cincinnati and yep. every single one of them yep. but damn so good so good all right bill can't thank you enough man uh i will be are you gonna wait so i might see you this weekend yes uh, so yes i will see you this weekend i'm gonna be yep. in the game i'm gonna be at the game so uh Let's hook up. Let's have some beers. It'll be great. Let's do it. I'll talk to you this weekend, man. Can't wait. Thanks so much for Bill. I'm Aaron. Beer and ball. We out. Go Pack Go.